This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, welcome everyone. We're continuing in our series on Tefillah, which is sponsored by our dear friend, Rabbi Sal Rose, Lulay Nishmas' brother, Tzvi Ben Levi Yitzchak, his Nisham Shavan Aliyah, Biyomel Tzioshar for his Omishbacha, Abi Askal Tzedek. We are um, continuing through the theme of Rabbi Shimon Schwab in his Sefer Ion Tefillah based on the fundamental principle that Pesukit Zimra consists of five parts. And the first part is Nigadelcha, which is Gidol. Gidol doesn't mean to make great, Gidol means to braid. And Rav Schwab learns that there's a way of praising Hashem where we take similar Pesukim from various parts of Tanakh and we braid them together and it creates a beautiful way a beautiful variety of praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we've done a number of braids. Braid number one is Raimimu and Heshtachaveh. The second braid was the braid of Rachamim. The third braid was the braid of Oiz, strength. The fourth braid was the braid of vengeance, revenge. The fifth braid was the braid of Tzvakois. Hashem Tzvakois, Yimanu Muskavon Elokei Yakosa, Hashem Tzvakois, Hashem Techbach. Then the sixth um, braid was the braid of Hoshia. Hashem Hoshia Machanim Yom Koino, Shainu Muskavon Kavosin Machanim Yom Koino. The sixth braid was the braid of Salvation. The seventh braid is the braid of Bitachon. We say three psukim of Bitachon. Nafshenu chiksal Hashem. Our soul yearns for Hashem. Ezreinu umagineinu hu. He is our helper and our shield. Kivoy yismach libeinu. In Him our heart rejoices. Kivishem kachay batachnu. In His holy name we trust. Yichaz v'cha Hashem aleinu. May your kindness, Hashem, be upon us, ka'ashar yichalnolach, as we hope to you. Well, says Reb Schwab, lahavin mikroi kodesh elu naktim. To be able to understand these holy psukim, let's give the following intro. Everybody thinks they know what bitachon is. We all think, yeah, I know what bitachon is, because it's something that's spoken about, and it's meforsam. And therefore, very often a person may think he's already acquired bitachon. However, that is far from reality because the Navi Yeshaya says, That behold, God of my salvation, I trust in Him and I'm not afraid. That through bitachon, it removes fear. And yet we see that we are afraid of the happenings of the time. So if we're afraid, it must be we don't have full bitachon because it says, That I trust in God and I'm not afraid. 
So if by trusting God one is not afraid, then clearly we don't have bitachon. So we need to explain what bitachon is. The Chazonish writes, and it's brought in the Kuntras on Emunu Bitachon, and the Inyan of Bitachon is understanding, recognizing there are no happenings in the world. Nothing happens in the world. Whatever occurs in the world, God decrees that it should occur. Buildings don't collapse. Oh, the building collapsed. Oh, God decreed the building should crumble. Bleachers don't collapse. God decrees the ble- people should be injured in the bleachers. Pandemics don't just escape from laboratories. God decrees that certain evil people should allow a disease to spread. The Gemara in Chulun says nobody bangs their foot, their uh, f- um, finger below unless they proclaim above. And when a person encounters a mikra that is uh, is tied with danger, so an, um, human nature is to be afraid. Somebody has a certain challenge, and it's a challenge that affects one's life, a person is naturally afraid. But when a person remembers, everything is Hashem's decree. Nothing happens. Nothing just occurs. Hashem decides at every moment what exactly should be. This belief that everything is a gezerah min hashamayim, it lessens one's fear. And it gives a person strength that it doesn't mean God will for sure save me, heal me, cure me, help me. But certainly the challenge is God sent. So the same way as God sent, it could just as easily be God removed. That's bitachon. Bitachon is not some kind of false sense of, yeah, everything will be fine. The Chazonish says, we don't know that for sure. Now, by the way, not everybody... Um, not everybody understands Vitachon that way. There is the opinion of the Chavis Havavis where a person can have a certain confidence that things will turn out in the way they think is best. But the Chazonish learns Vitachon is the recognition that everything is decreed menashamayim and the same way it came. God could remove it just as easily and that lessens and dampens one's fear. But the Chazonish learns, Bitachon does not require one to hope for a good outcome, because it could happen, a person encounters a difficulty. Um, it, one is not required to believe things will turn out well. Bitachon is that if God wants this to be remedied, fixed, cured, helped, then it doesn't matter what any doctor says or, any, or what the prognosticators say, the same way it came, it could just as easily leave. These are two streams of bitachon, namely the Chazonish learns, all bitachon is, is the absolute belief that it came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and just as it came, so it can leave. And therefore there's nothing to be afraid of. doesn't matter what a doctor says, what a predictor says, what a prognosticator says, it could easily leave, it came through the Ratzon of Hashem, and when God wants, it will, it will leave. But the Chazonish writes furthermore, that Hashem's intervention and Hashkacha 
is directly commensurate with one's bitachon. That is, Hashem's hashkacha is specific with each individual. We know that God is intimately involved in the details of everyone's life at all moments of the day. That's why we daven. We daven, why does every individual daven? As a recognition that Hashem is involved in the minutia of their life. Because if you don't believe Hashem is paying attention to the details of your life, why would a person daven? If God just says, okay, this is what will be in America, and this is what will be in North Korea, and this is what will be in Israel, and He's not interested and aware of my personal situation, why do we daven? We daven as a recognition that Hashem is acutely, actively, currently um, involved in the details of one's life. The more we get close to Hashem, the more we recognize that Hashem is involved in every uh, detail of our life, to that extent, Hashem involves Himself uh, specifically in our welfare. Meaning, therefore, says Rabbi Schwab, someone who trusts in Hashem, and he knows there's no mikra, and everything that occurs at any time was uh, placed by Hashem directly, what does that person accomplish? At that very moment, he is mashre on himself, a ruach of kedusha, and he comes close to Hashem. The more we trust in Hashem, the more Hashem is mashgiach on us. So the reward of bitachon, when we say everything that happens, God decreed that it should happen, and God is involved in my, uh, the welfare of my life, the schar of that, Hashem is more involved in your life. Because bitachon cloaks the one who is baiteach in a spirit of strength, you feel close to Hashem. Now, besides that, the bitachon itself is, is a goal in and of itself. The actual bitachon is the reward. Or Rav Srabwal writes, self-rewarding. Self-rewarding. It's a self-rewarding uh, proposition. Trusting in Hashem gives a person a certain uh, feeling of security in Hashem. This is what it means. Baruch HaGever Hashem. The reward for it is Hashem that God will be your source of security. So we say like this. Nafshenu Chiksal Hashem. Our soul yearns for God. And at that very moment, Ezreinu Magineinu Hu. He is our help and He is our shield. To the extent that we trust in Him, to that extent He helps us. At that very moment that we put our trust in His holy name, at the very moment of then all fear dissipates. In other words, let's say a person is in a jam. Why did this happen? Why is this person doing this to me? The guy is messing me up. The guy is ruining my life, my finances, my peace of mind. Why is... Well, stop. This Hashem decreed that this should happen. This is a decree from heaven. And once it's a decree from heaven, the same entity that made the decree can remove it just as quickly. So it removes the acuteness of fear. 
And immediately we say, Nafshenu Chiksal Hashem. At the very moment we yearn for Hashem, we trust in Hashem, Azreinu Magineinu Hu. He is our help and He is our shield. It gives us Simcha. And then, We're mesameach b'menuchas hanefesh b'shalom uveshalva. We say yichaz t'cha Hashem aleinu ka'asher yichanulach to the extent and to the level that we hope for Hashem and we trust in Hashem. To that level, God's kindness will be upon us. But then we continue. We say now that we've recognized and we've weighed and the ways in the uh, scales of bitachon. And we merit that Hashem's chesed should be on us at that very moment. In other words, by trusting in Hashem, we immediately feel that sense of security that our fates rest in Hashem's hand. But we then say, even though the reward of bitachon is the bitachon itself, we still pray, Harenu Hashem chastecha. Show us your kindness, that we should see it eye to eye. We should see the materialization of the kindness to be, so that we see being saved from any difficulty. And your salvation you should give for us. Arise, help us. Let our eyes, our physical eyes see as if Hashem is sitting and Meaning, we view it now, right now, it looks like God is sitting and He's not actively doing chesed, but we ask Him, get up and, meaning, it should be apparent to us, the chesed you're doing, ufadeinu lama'an chastecha. Now, here's a very important nekuda. We say, kuma ezrasa lanu. The word ezrasa, is it lashon zachar or lashon nekeva? It should, we should say, Kuma Ezra Lanu. Get up, help us. Why Ezra Salanu? What's Ezra Salanu? Says Rub Schwab. <clears throat> the word Ezra says Lashon Nekeva. Ezer is Lashon Zachar, like it says, Ezri Meim Hashem. Ezri Meim Hashem. And Ezra is Lashon Nekeva. Why very often do we refer to God's help in Lashon Nekeva? Nekeva sounds like weakness. But the answer is, if we wouldn't do anything, if Hashem would have complete mercy on us, not due to any merit on our part, then the help would be very strong, masculine. Ezer Hashem. Ezer Hashem. Because we're not doing anything. So God has to come in and give us a full-fledged, strong salvation. But now that we've strengthened ourselves with the Midah Bitachon, and we've done our part, we've done our share, we did what rests upon us, and that is putting our faith in God, then God doesn't have to do everything, because we've already done half the work, and we've trusted in Him. Now all that's required is, is sort of a lower level of help, because we've already done our part, and therefore it says, as Rasa, Lashon Nekeva, because help in Lashon Akeva indicates that we're both doing something, we're in it together. Okay, so a few thoughts from Harav Avigdor Miller, Zechazag Lebracha. Nafshenu Chiksal Hashem. 
Whoa, that's a very interesting word, nafsheinu. Don't isn't soul referred to as nishmasenu, our neshama? Why nafshenu? Why nafshenu and not uh, nishmaisenu? So Rav Miller said the word for soul here is nefesh. Transposed letters of nashaf to blow or to breathe. Why is a soul referred to as breathing? Because of all of man's desires and needs, the most urgent need is breathing. The soul is called breather because the most important need of the soul, the most important need of existence is to breathe, nashaf, nefesh. And we're saying, therefore, the word nefesh denotes the power of free will and option, which is the chief function of man. Here it is used to declare that our soul, meaning our true self and innermost desire, trusts and hopes to Hashem. So, it's... Um, okay, Shkoyach. So therefore, um, the word nefesh refers to our innermost desire, and that is, we don't just say with our lips and superficial feelings. We're saying our soul, meaning the true desire of our nation, unlike others. Other nations, their avowed trust in God is superficial. And they really rely on their own power. But Hashem, but by Klal so it's nafshenu, it's our inner desire, trust only in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now we say chiksa, waited, our soul waited for Hashem. Meaning, even though Hashem tarries, even though the Mashiach is delayed, we're waiting for Him. So we don't just trust in Him. We patiently await Him because we know He's coming. We know He's returning. We know He's going to fulfill. Now we say, Ezreinu umagineinu. He's our aid. But more than that, He's our shield. Aid is when God helps us after we're in a jam. But you know how many times God protects us that we don't get in the jam in the first place? Yeah, oh, I'm in a bind. Health, material possessions, finance, I'm in a bind. So now I need Hashem as my aid. But it should remind us of the other thousands and millions and billions of occasions where God said, you know what, I'm going to be your shield and I'm going to protect you from the situation in the first place. We are unaware of the many perils, physical and spiritual, which were confronted us, if not for Hashem's shield. The Gemara Numa says how much illness has been spared and how little he even feels. For in, in, in Him our heart shall rejoice. The heart of a Jew only truly rejoices in Hashem. Nothing else makes us happy. The nations of the world... If their team wins the Super Bowl, they're happy. If they make a lot of money, they're happy. For the Jew, the truest joy only comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We say to God, Your love is better than wine. Even today, in 2021, the love of Hashem is sweeter than any wine of earthly happiness. We say, In the future, it means continued. This joy will never cease. It continues to increase with the passage of time. Okay. Ki b'shem kadshecha batachnu. 
the joy that we have in this life and in the afterlife, we say, For in Him our heart rejoices. You know why our heart rejoices in Him? The joy of this world and the next world is because of our trust in Hashem. Our heart shall rejoice in the future because we have trusted. One who puts his trust in Hashem, Hashem will be a shelter in this world and the world to come. Now why do we say we trusted? We don't say, Ki boy batachnu. We say, Ki boy yisnach libenu. In Him our heart rejoices. Ki b'shem kadshecha batachnu. We trust it not in Him, but in His holy name. His holy name is based on the knowledge of Him that we possess. What knowledge of Hashem do we possess? We have heard all about Hashem and His salvations from our ancestors, from what we read in the Torah, handed down by our fathers. We see, we see God's power and wisdom in the, that is evident in this world. But we don't know Him directly. Nobody knows Hashem directly. We only know Hashem through His name, through His reputation. Reputation means what we know from our forefathers, what we know from what He's done throughout history, and how He is evident in the world. But we don't know Him directly. What does Shem Kadshai mean? What does it mean God is holy? What does holiness mean? Holiness means God's either perfection, um... And everything that the Torah reveals about Hashem. And then we say, Hashem Let your kindness, Hashem, be upon us. What does it mean, your kindness? Your kindness means Hashem's hashgacha pratis, His particular attention. Your kindness should be aleinu on us, but not on the Gentiles. This was the request of Moshe Rabbeinu. He says that Moshe Rabbeinu Davin the Shechina should be on Israel and not be on the nations of the world. Shenemar, Uvamo Yivada Efoi, Ki, that you have found Ki Matzasichein Be'enecha, Ki Imbelechtecha Imanu. Moshe Rabbeinu Davin, that the presence of Hashem should never rest on the nations of the world. Like he said, V'neflinu Aniva Amcha. Now we say, your special kindness, your hashgacha pratis, aleinu should be on us, and only us, and not the nations of the world. Why? Your kindness to us should be according to the measure of our hope to you. Blessed is the man who trusts in Hashem, Hashem shall become his trust. The more our hope increases, the more Hashem's kindness will increase. We say, Yichalnu, this hope is the trust and the willingness to suffer for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and with the continued confidence, even though we have to wait. So again, Kasha Yichalnu Lach. Yichalnu doesn't just mean to trust, but it means to, to be miyachel, to wait in confidence that Hashem's salvation should pass. So this is the seventh Gidul, the Gidol of Bitachon. And this Gidol actually has an answer. We're going to see next time. God uh, responds to us. We say, 
God responds, So this Gidol actually elicits a response from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and this is the seventh Gidol. We're closing in on the end of the Hoidu. Be'ez Hashem, we should be able to finish. And we'll see everybody, Be'ez Hashem, next week on Monday. Uh, for those who are learning Daf HaShavua, this week we only did Nuntes Amad Aleph. We're going to do Nuntes Amad Bez today at 2.30 p.m. for anyone who wants to join. In the meantime, have yourselves a great day. Kol Tov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.